Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live, the life that you deserve to live. My name is Patrick Strevens, and this podcast is something of a journey for me. It's chronicling my journey towards peace of mind, if such a place and such a time could ever be possible. And I'm honored that you would make it a part of your journey as well. Today's episode, if you're feeling lonely, disconnected, perhaps you feel jaded, bitter, maybe you feel entitled to things that you can't seem to find, you're ruled by desire and yet you remain unfulfilled and dissatisfied. Are you confused about the direction that your life is taking? Are you unsure about where to go day to day? Are you unmotivated to get started on a new life, on a better life? Do you feel without purpose? Could you imagine that all of those, if any of that sounds like you, that there is one simple solution to begin to chip away at that negativity? This episode will offer one single concept to start chipping away at that negative emotion and misery, and it's prayer. We're going to talk about what prayer means. We're going to address the skepticism around beginning to pray. I'll even give you an anecdote about how I started praying when I was younger and things got worse. After some time away, sometimes an atheist, I came back to prayer. I'll tell you a little bit about that. And most importantly, I'm going to talk about how you can begin to pray today to experience a quality of life improvement immediately. So, let's go. So the word pray or prayer, the Latin root of that word is precari, which means to beg. And I think that a lot of skepticism around prayer, you know, if you're an atheist or if you're if you're not someone that believes in a in a higher power, so to speak, there might be some skepticism around that side of the word because you feel foolish bending down, bowing down, and asking for things, begging for things, begging for change. But what I really like is that the Hebrew equivalent of that same word means an act of self-analysis or an act of self-evaluation. And I'd like to focus on that side of things because this show is not here to convert you into a religious person if you're not one already. And if you are you know, religious already, you probably don't need convincing for me to go pray. You know the power of prayer. You know that prayer changes things. Now, I would also say if you are an atheist, like an out-and-out, you know, militant Ricky Gervais-style atheist, and you find that you're searching for a better life and that life is not quite how you would like it to be, you know, and you feel any number of those uh, negative emotions or, or uh, you know, unfortunate situations that I mentioned earlier, you know, if you are on one hand atheistic and on the other hand feeling that life is, you know, <laughs> devoid of purpose or not going the way you'd like it to go, you may need to consider putting two and two together there. And that, that was the case for me. And we'll get there. I'm not interested in changing your beliefs. I'm advocating something that has worked greatly for me in the past and, and has for a number of years now improved my quality of life. And that is prayer. Now, I'm not necessarily uh, a follower of any Abrahamic religion, that being Christianity or, or Judaism or Islam or anything like that. And so I come to prayer from a different angle. I'm, and I don't want to offend anybody who does follow those religious traditions. I just personally do not. I think that all of those religious traditions are very, very useful in beginning a conception of what God might be. But 
This episode is not interested in having that debate. You can get that debate on plenty of other channels on YouTube. I think we need to, at least for me, come to the word prayer from the Hebrew sense of the word. An act of self-analysis or an act of self-evaluation. So when I was younger, I prayed quite a bit, but I, I was a beggar. I, be- I, I begged. I got down on my knees and I asked selfishly for things to be better in my life. And I then, when things in fact got much, much worse in my life, I experienced the death of a close personal friend at a very young age. Um, I had a tumultuous uh, relationship with a, with a girlfriend that ended in a lot of misery for me. A lot of soul searching and a lot of questioning who I was at that time. I I became a fan of saying, I prayed and things got worse. And so I think I want to address any skepticism around prayer starting right now by saying, this is not you bowing down and bending down and asking some anthropomorphic, you know, white bearded man in, in the sky sitting on a cloud throne asking to make you a millionaire. You cannot come into prayer expecting uh, expecting things to get better on a material level, things to be given to you, you know, for your enemies to, <laughs> you know, for your enemies to get sick and for you to get the promotion, so to speak, or literally. This is an act of self-evaluation. It's an act of self-analysis. And if you come into it with expectations, as with all things in life, you'll be left feeling miserable when those expectations do not immediately come to fruition. And yet, I still believe that if you begin praying today, your life will get better almost immediately, almost overnight, truly. You have to be willing to come to prayer being honest. You have to be willing to come to it without expectations. And you have to be willing to come to prayer without the belief that things should be given to you, as deserving as you may be, as righteous as you may be, as accomplished as you may be. This is not sitting on Santa's lap. This is kneeling down and being as honest and as frank with yourself as you can be about what you need to do to become yourself. And those are the words that I recently came across in a notebook from a few months ago. I return to prayer from the perspective of what do I need to do to continue to be the best version of myself. And for me, through prayer and through meditation and through writing and through journaling and through generally thinking about these concepts, I have found that there is a metaphysical realm, right? There is a, there is a, a place that's beyond human comprehension. I don't know if that's God. I don't know if that's heaven. What I'm saying is that I've come to believe that all things are interconnected, myself included, that this, the entirety of the cosmos is one, is uni, right? Universe. And I, I'll stop short of telling you what I think God is. And, you know, if God is omnipotent, all-powerful, if he is the oneness of all things, if it is the song that sings through all of our vibrations, if he's the creator, perhaps, well, I can only apprehend that God as much as humanly possible. And I can only apprehend him as much as I can understand him. But that's not the full weight of what God is. That's just my understanding of him. And that's why I say, I believe all religions are useful in beginning to understand what God is. 
But again, I'm not interested in having you believe what I believe. I'm interested in you developing your own beliefs. And I think prayer is another step in that direction. And that's a massive statement, right? For me to sit here and say that I believe in the, me- in the metaphysical realm, in an omnipotent, all-powerful God. And if you're someone who's just maybe beginning to think that way, if you're an atheist and you refuse to think that way, Again, I'm not interested in having you feel that way. Feel the way I feel, believe the way I believe. I want to talk to you now about how I pray and how I believe you, you yourself can begin to pray to improve your quality of life right now. So you've heard me talk on the show a lot about journaling. You know, journaling is the act of simply sitting down with a, a notebook and a pen or a pencil and just writing out, well, writing out whatever you like. Now, the word journal, jour, would suggest that you're going to do this daily and you're going to write out what happened or what you thought over the course of a day. But now journaling really truly only works when you're regular with it, when you're personal about it, and when you're very, very brutally honest with it. You know, when you sit down and say, I got up and I felt great, You know, I did the things I needed to do this morning, but then I sort of fell off in the afternoon or I, you know, I got into a fight with one of my kids. You know, I said some things I shouldn't have said, whatever the case may be. I know I need to reconcile with them. Maybe tonight I'll go sit and we'll we'll, we'll talk. You know, oh, I, I didn't give it my all at work today. Or I went into work and I kicked ass and people took notice. Whatever the case may be, whether you're succeeding in life or you're failing in life on any given day, Journaling only works if you're willing to reconcile with it, right? Because you can feel that negativity or that positivity in your mind, or it could even be nonsense, you know? Well, I think maybe this person thought this about me. Okay, write that out and it looks a little bit more ridiculous. It makes a lot of sense, you know, in the subconscious or in the half-conscious, but through writing it out, through having that conversation with yourself, you begin to see the full weight of your thoughts and you can develop your thoughts And you'll look forward to developing your thoughts uh, through journaling. Now, the reason I bring up journaling is because it is not unlike prayer, but prayer is the actual vocal, verbal, physical speaking of that conversation with yourself. And again, you're wondering, well, what? So I, I kneel down and I just go, hi, God, it's me, Patrick. Well, as ridiculous as that sounds, that is often what I do. Now, I'm not advocating for you to pray to any one God. We're not talking about praying to God necessarily. We're talking about praying to yourself to start. And you know what? If you're willing to believe in a creative force, pray to that creative force. If you already believe in a God, pray to that God. If you're an atheist, or if you haven't explored an idea of spirituality or religion, Don't direct that prayer to anything right off the bat, but just simply kneel down, close your eyes. You can clasp your hands, you can fold your hands, you can hold your hands out. I've been told that it works really well if you can manage to sit on your toes, that activates the pineal gland. I have no idea if that's true, but I I do try and sort of get, have my toes planted flat on the ground while I'm kneeling. And you can just verbally speak out that honest appraisal of who you are. Because we go through life, we go through life, all of us consuming, right? Social media, 
legacy media, our boss, our parents, our kids, our teachers, whoever, giving, giving, giving their ideas to us. And even sometimes we may feel that when we want to express ourselves, we're not fully heard by those who we're expressing ourselves to. Prayer, as with journaling, but prayer is a chance to be fully heard and to fully express. And again, I understand if you're skeptical, you're saying, well, no one's listening. God isn't up there in the sky listening. It's like, okay, fine. Then don't do this, right? But if you're looking for a better life, why not believe that kneeling down in a quiet space in your home, taking a few deep breaths, and speaking what's in your mind, what's in your heart, organizing your thoughts. What went right today? What went wrong today? What do I need to do to have success? What do I need to do to be a better son, daughter, mother, father? What do I need to do to be the best I can be? That's what this is about. This is about getting the thoughts that are in your mind because you're a smart person. You know what's going right. You know what's going wrong <laughs> or wrong. Who's wrong? You know, <laughs> you know what's going wrong. But to speak them out, to begin that conversation with yourself is to make that thing real for you to bring it out and to look at it and to think about it and to say, this is what needs to change or this is what needs to continue. So me personally, when I pray, I always like to open with gratitude. What am I thankful for, right? Because there's so many things that happen in our daily life that we need to be thankful for, I, I believe anyway. And again, all of this is simply my opinion, and you know that as a listener, but I'm not trying to preach to you how to live your life. I'm simply giving you an insight into what I've done to improve my life in the hopes that it could perhaps help you. And I, I see that it seems to be helping some people, which I'm, I'm touched by, and I Anyway, before I go down that, you know, self-gratifying pathway, begin with gratitude. Begin with what you're thankful for, right? People that you come across day to day, shouldn't you be grateful for some of those people, your friends, your family? Maybe there's a coworker that really gets you through the day, you know, with their conversation, with their sense of humor. Think about that person, linger on that person a moment and say, I am so grateful for Manny. Manny is so funny that when, when work is hard or when work is boring, I can go into his cubicle, we can have a cup of coffee and we can just laugh. And Man, I am so grateful for that guy. Or, man, am I grateful to have the opportunity to work at this place that I work. Man, am I grateful to come home to my children or my dog. Or <laughs> I am grateful to come home to just a warm apartment. There's nobody else here, but I am damn grateful that I have this little slice of paradise where I live. And I've said it on this show before, and so have a number of guests. When you begin that conversation with yourself, when you begin that conversation with gratitude, with what you're thankful for, you will, over time, develop a positive mindset. You'll be able to realize your gratefulness, your thankfulness for life in the moment. And once you've moved past gratitude in your prayer, you can then begin to honestly appraise where you failed and where you've succeeded. You know, I like to say, I am thankful for these opportunities that I've been given. I'm thankful for this perspective that I even have about the world. 
but I know that I didn't give it my all today. I know that I, I was supposed to record a couple podcast episodes today, but I didn't. I decided to sit on the couch and watch hockey and say, I'll do it tomorrow. You know what? I can be better than that. I can do more. I can work harder. Or I can simply give myself a break and say, you know what? I needed the rest. I'm glad I took the rest. I'm grateful that there was a hockey game on TV that I could sit down and watch. Whatever the case may be for you. Be willing to have that grace for yourself, right? But be willing to be honest with yourself about what you needed to do, what you need to continue to do, and who you want to be. This is a conversation not between you and some man up in the sky. This is a conversation between you, yourself, and everything else in the universe that conspires to make you who you are. I do not see a way in which not having this conversation, not speaking out what you want, what you believe, what you need to do, would not make your life better. So please, try it and let me know. Find a quiet space in your home. Kneel down, close your eyes, and begin to just talk about who you are, the life you've lived, the life you want, the people you're thankful for, the situations that you're thankful for. I believe that you'll see an uptick in peace of mind. I believe that it's something you'll come to look forward to. I believe it's something that'll bring you comfort in times of stress to kneel down. And I guess to address one final skeptic point, Is it wrong to kneel down and ask for things? I don't personally think so. I I try and keep it to a minimum, but I do ask. I say, God, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for the grace that you've shown me. My family is healthy. And I beg for your continued mercy. So there you go. A little bit of begging to go with that self-analysis. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's not... But again, I'm not here to convince you how to look at life. I don't believe it's wrong to beg. I don't believe it's wrong to kneel down in the face of the Almighty, if that's what you're doing, and ask. But I I think that the ask would have to be proportionate to the amount of effort that you're putting in to be yourself. The amount of effort that you're putting in to succeed. The amount of effort that you're putting in to uplift others, let's say. It's not wrong to ask for things in this life. But it was, it was wrong when I was younger to just ask, 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 create this world of expectation and then feel unfulfilled. So try that in your prayer. Balance what you need, what you want, with the effort that you're putting in to becoming yourself. So if you're feeling lonely, disconnected, perhaps you feel jaded and bitter, if you're entitled, if you, if you have high and yet unfulfilled expectations, if you're confused about the direction your life is taking, if you're unsure, if you're unmotivated, if you feel without purpose, try praying. Begin that conversation with yourself regularly. Make time to speak out. These are all the things I feel. This is what's going wrong in my life. What might it look like for me to start changing? You'll be surprised at the momentum that you'll gain when you're regularly speaking out and telling your life story to yourself and to the universe. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this useful. Please feel free to get in touch with me on Facebook. I'll post a link in the show notes. Shoot me a message, add me as a friend, and let's have a conversation about building that better life. Until I speak with you again, 
please remember that better is possible. <laughs>